New Zealand's post-lockdown budget. It's a pandemic budget that has seen the Reserve Bank of New Zealand all but double its initial asset purchasing of $33 billion to $60 billion. It's not a budget that our small country would ever have contemplated if not for the COVID blow. We can count ourselves lucky if that is all that it costs. But the crisis is not over yet. In many ways, as far as the economy goes, day one of level two has yet to put us on rung number one of the recovery ladder. But the mood of people is upbeat because we can socialise more and meet up with our mates. The government is spending 30 billion to stimulate the economy and to get businesses moving, though it will be putting 20 billion aside in case it needs it later. With 1,000 people a day registering as unemployed, and many not bothering as they cannot receive it, it was hoped that the government would have given more money for beneficiaries. With a single adult on $210 a week, they should have had a raise. School lunches will be paid out for more than 200,000 children. Some university and polytech students will be able to train for three to for free for two years. Tourism and travel operators, including bus companies, say that the $400 million payout to them is not enough to cover the losses that have been incurred and will be incurred in the future, with the loss of international tourists that were their main source of income. They are pleased about the extension of the wage subsidy, but say they may still have to lay off staff when the subsidy ends. With a lack of housing and many established homes requiring insulation and heating, the government's $5 billion payout will go to ease social housing with 8,000 new state and traditional houses to be built over the next four to five years. Jobs will be created in the building and construction industry to cater for it. Lower interest rates and lower loans to income ratio may not help new home owners if their credit rating is no good or if they have one income than they had before the lockdown. The building industry was hoping that there would be more incentives for first-time owners to opt for a new build, but there was nothing new in the budget for it. There are 15,000 people on the wait list for somewhere to live. Many are in temporary homes like motels. Some 60 families in Northland 
received a camper van by a government-funded iwi initiative to live in for the next three months. One family was in a damp caravan with no heating, while the rain dripped onto them from holes in the roof. The camper van is a luxury compared to what they had, and although it is somewhere to shelter for the winter, it is only temporary. They could be one of many families that benefit from one of the new state-owned homes about to be built. Employment in the building construction industry would be increased, and the new homes would help to ease the plight of many thousands more homeless. Māori received 900 million to help with education, whānau order and an employment package aimed at helping regional programs. Although there was nothing specifically supplied for Māori businesses, all businesses across the country can draw from the wage subsidy and the eight-week extension that has been offered. One has to wonder why the government is continuing with its plan to extend rail transport, ferries and infrastructure around the country when it could have given more money to small and medium businesses that could have expanded and hired more staff. Unemployment is expected to increase to about 10% in September, and although the official cash rate remains at 0.25, the Reserve Bank is telling the banks to prepare for interest rates to fall into negative territory. Our current debt-to-gross domestic product ratio pre-COVID-19 was 20%. It is an extremely low debt that will increase to 53.5% and possibly rise even higher. The government plans to issue bonds to raise $60 billion over the next financial year and to increase that to $165 billion over the next four years. It expects GDP to plunge to 22% before rising by the end of the year to 4.5%. Unemployment and the rate of inflation will be key in deciding whether the Reserve Bank cuts the OCR into the negative. Buying government bonds will grant liquidity that will allow the banks to keep lending. The government of the Reserve Bank of New Zealand, Adrian Orr, said the government will be borrowing against current and all future wealth. People internationally like to buy bonds so the Reserve Bank is allowing the government to borrow that money which will have to be repaid in the future. 
He said that the Reserve Bank is part of the Crown balance sheet anyway, so they are doing business as usual, and the cash money keeps flowing. Mortgage holidays provides liquidity for households. The banks can borrow off the Reserve Bank so that they can continue lending. The Reserve Bank has said to the banks, cash flow as best you can as the situation evolves. It keeps the confidence going. Look out for each other. New Zealand has one of the best capitalised countries in the world. Its financial stability with its government and market is good and the Reserve Bank can provide stimulus for a very long time and keeps its interest rates low. Being small and isolated, we stand a great chance of being highly effective. Providing normality and certainty says that the health issue is the number one priority. At some point, we have to say what is the cost of a life? Looking at our debts of 58 billion in 2019, that is expected to increase to 200 billion in 2024. Thanks mainly to the pandemic, the lockdown, and level three, and the way that businesses were locked down for the past seven weeks. Though as the world was in strife as far back as December, New Zealand has got off lightly. The government's 12-week wage subsidy ends next week and businesses can apply for an eight-week extension if they can prove that they have had or expect to have a 50% drop in income. As it stands, the finance people see the government spending to stimulate the economy as a positive. Although any money borrowed will have to be paid back, the economy, businesses and the markets will get the boost needed to keep it moving. Hopefully it will be enough, though there is still 20 billion withheld by the government if needed. 